When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every morning, Terry and Armstrong talk big brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Fido's to H.O.H. Every single season, you know he is the reason, you know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it, tomorrow he will do it again. Hello everyone and welcome to our... Daily update. What just happened? I did the wrong intro. Uh, hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for September 20th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 49 in the house, just one day away from the halfway mark of this. This is ridiculous. This is, how are we not even halfway yet? when it feels like we are approaching at least a late game stage, uh, if not an end game stage. But uh, but listen, here we are. Um, we're going to talk about everything that happened. Of course, uh, the everything's pretty much set. There was a little bit of talk of flipping the vote yesterday and some more talk about who the target should be for the double and, uh, and what this house might look like in a post- Serene world, I guess. Uh, with me to talk about it all is Lita. How you doing, Lita? I don't like your tone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like your attitude about this post-serene world. Um, I'm doing fine. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year to all the Jews. I guess your New Year, New You. You're doing different intros for the wrong podcasts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Uh. I don't I don't want to think about a post Siri world, but don't worry, she'll just be on the next reality show. Yeah, maybe she'll maybe she'll have time to jump onto Traders season two. Or Traders Canada. Well, I think it's a little late for that one. Um, look, we thought it was a little late for her to be on Big Brother too. Uh all right. Well, of course, the week here is that Jared is the HOH. He nominated America and Corey. Jag won the veto, took Corey down, Cameron was backdoored. And uh, and Cameron is the target. Everyone right now is voting Cameron out. Um, and everyone has decided or a lot of people have decided that Jared is going to be their target in the double eviction. Uh, and 
in particular, even Mimi and Felicia have come around to the idea that like we really were being played. Felicia is particularly upset about uh, Suri and just the day before had been talking about how she wants to target Jared and Suri herself. Um, and so uh, on top of all of that, all of Suri's information is continuing to get leaked by uh, via her telling Jared, Jared telling Blue, and then Blue telling everyone else. Uh, so Suri is getting caught in a lot of stuff. And there was a conversation between Jag, uh, Matt, Corey, and America yesterday uh, or the day before about how they want to expose some of the stuff that they've been hearing about Suri to Felicia and Mimi to make sure that they're not buying anything that she is selling. Um, and so that's kind of where we start the day. Okay. And what's like the the primary thing that they want to expose? So like the plan what? is uh, Jag is going to go to Mimi and this is the first conversation we have. Jag lets Mimi know like, hey, I don't know if you've been hearing that we're doing for real, that you're doing for real, for real, for real again. Uh, but, you know, I've been hearing that basically Suri is trying to start these alliances back up. Seven Deadly Sins is, is you know, trying to be a thing again and all of that. And so, uh, you know, just just to let you know, like you, you would have figured they would have tried to start over, but they're just trying to do the same thing uh, all over again. And she says, well, I, I haven't had a, I haven't heard about for real for real at all. But uh, they do know that she's been hearing about some other alliances. So um, they're trying to give Mimi a little bit of a warning there. Um, and then later, uh, they're going to tell Felicia about the conversation that Felicia had uh, where Suri told Felicia that she thought Jag, uh, Corey, and America had a final three. Suri then told Jared that she was talking to Felicia about that. Jared relayed that to Blue as Felicia thought that. Then Blue related to them and said Felicia thinks that Jag, Corey, and America have a final three. And so they are planning to go approach Felicia, tell her about that. Uh, and I would imagine when she finds out, she will not be pleased because she didn't even say it. Right. And how can I blame this on Jared? <laughs> well, Jared shouldn't be telling Blue everything his mother is telling him. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> uh, because Jared, Jared has lost, like, listen, uh, I, I think, you know, the, some people have gotten confused about this when I say this. Jared has lost his showmance in the sense that she is, she has come back around to trying to protect him. But she was actively trying to get his mother out and at the very least is trying to make sure that Suri is more in trouble than Jared. Um, and and even more than that, she's just not supremely loyal to him. She is right. leaking a lot of his information unbeknownst to him. She is essentially doing to Jared what Jared is doing to Suri, uh, where she is like on board with Jared, not trying to target him, trying to get people to not target him. But in the process, leaking a bunch of inf his information, making things a lot worse uh, because she's trying to play her own game and she should be. Um, but uh, but that is what I mean when I say that he has lost blue, because prior to this, she was extremely loyal to him and was basically buying everything he was selling. Right. OK. All right. We're so, caught up. Yes. So Jag does that with Mimi um, and then Mimi goes into the storage room. And this was very confusing. Because uh, we don't really know what or why she starts saying this. But when the cameras come in on her in the storage room, and this is something that she likes to do. She likes to go to the storage room and, um, and you know, talk to the cameras. Uh, she's, she's, I wish I got an orange. I didn't think of it. But she's got an orange. She's throwing it up and down. Uh, 
Um, and she's like, uh, when the cameras come in, she's saying, for Cameron to stay this week, uh, but how do you convince people for Cameron to stay? It's like pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Because my concern is, is Jared and Sari become the target for this week, and, and the door opens and Sari comes in. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Sari comes in, Sari's about to leave, and then Felicia comes in. And then they're all having a conversation like, come on, get, get, get out of here. We need to, what, what is she going to say? They finally leave. She grabs the orange again. She starts throwing it up and down. All right. Okay. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Why, why do you want Cameron to explain it to me, please? Uh, okay. So the concern is that the plan is to target Jared and Sari. Oh, crap. My orange. <laughs> Where'd it go? Where, where'd it go? Where'd the orange go? How did I lose an orange? Where did it? Oh, oh, here. Anyway, what I was saying was, and then the door opens and she, gets, <laughs> and she never comes back to it. Maybe she never had a plan and just wants to seem like she's got a strategic mastermind brain. So leaving us all on the edge of her seats when really um, she's got about the the same priorities as my dog. Just like ball, ball. <laughs> <laughs> it felt it felt like that. It felt like uh, it, it felt like that, like a scene in a movie where like somebody's like, and then the secret is that I am. <laughs> yeah. Not the orange. <laughs> What's your what's your guess? I mean, what does is there something that makes sense for Mimi here? I think she's correctly worried about okay, everyone's against Jared and Sari, but losing Jared and Sari right now is not super beneficial to me. I would love to keep them as shields in front of me. Um and so uh with that in mind, like how do I disrupt the current status quo or how do I like take shots at somebody else. We're going to find out later that um, she's definitely looking at Jag still as a target. Um, and maybe she feels like if they keep, uh, if they keep cam, they can use cam to go after Jag maybe uh, because, or at the very least it would help weaken that potential side. Uh, the, 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 the thing for me is that like, she has no relationship with cam. So right. I don't know. I don't know what the the long-term plan would be if she even is very seriously considering this or is just throwing it up as an idea, like an orange. Um, but uh, but either way, if, if Mimi wants this to happen, it's not impossible. Uh, her and Felicia are two out of the four votes they would need if they have Jared. Um, and so that means that like her, Felicia, Sari, they just need one more vote uh, to tie the vote up and then Jared breaks the tie to keep Cam, but you know it it it's a long way to that process. But the fact that she's willing means that it's not impossible that it could happen. Yeah, I mean, I like that she's thinking about it. it. Never hurts to consider options, but it does seem odd to go that far for somebody who we know can win competitions who you don't have any particular relationship with. Yeah, I, I don't think it would be the right play for her. Ultimately, I think Cameron is too dangerous, too much of a wild card, and she just doesn't have a relationship with him. 
Um, yeah. The current status quo is pretty good for her. She's correct in that, like, she shouldn't want to lose Jared or Sari yet. Um, but it's not the end of the world if she does, uh, especially if she's able to take a shot quickly at like uh, at, at Jag or Matt, um, because I do think that like her Felicia Corey America is a is a pretty decent end game for her. I think she's very competitive with Corey and America in a lot of these end game comps. Um, and, you know, being able to the, the issue is that, like, you know, if she was able to keep Jared then she'd have like Jared would be super valuable for her uh, mm-hmm. in, in the end game, another like big physical guy to help compete against Matt and Jag uh, and would probably not come for her. Uh, although Jared is also a bit of a wild card, so you can't really be sure about that either. So um, either way, I think that like, this is probably a, 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 a bridge too far uh, in, in the other direction, but, uh, but it is good. I think to, to consider it at the very least. Yeah, I I definitely see Jared as somebody that somebody like Mimi would want to take to the final two because he's like that classic guy who wins the comps at the end and takes the girl thinking like, oh, this is a no brainer. I'm going to stomp this girl. And then everybody's mad at him and he never realized it. I mean, we've seen this quite a bit in the last couple of seasons. Well, uh, so that's. Uh, some of what Mimi is thinking. Felicia is the one that interrupts her uh, and comes in and she says, what are you thinking? Because my spirit is saying to shift. Um, and Mimi's like, like shift from, from the brown sugar babes. Uh, and she says, no. What Jag and them are saying is that they want to put up Jared and Sari, which I was on board with yesterday. But I don't like the way that Blue and Jag are talking. Um, they keep talking about like the different way, like the seven deadly sins and like what's been going on over there. And they seem to have the same language. I'm just concerned that if something goes wrong, uh, they're going to blame me for it. Um, like the way that blue is talking about, like, I'm going to have to tell people this if something goes wrong. Uh, and Jag had been the one pushing for the seven deadly sins to come back together. Uh, I just don't trust them. Um, and at the end of the day, like Suri and J- Jared are, are their targets, uh, but they don't have to be for us essentially. Um, and so like, which of these groups do we go with? Cause as pissed off as I am about what they did, if we get rid of them, I think we get picked off. So should we say something to Jared and Suri? Should we warn them that like everyone is coming for them? And Mimi says, I like what you're thinking. I've been thinking the same thing but I don't think we should warn them uh, because Jared can't win HOH next week. Like, I think we should at least wait until the HOH because, you know, they're probably just going to be targeted regardless of what we say to them. Yeah. And I'm sure you've answered this question a million times, but I, (laughs) I am curious Um, if Jared goes out in the double, do you think this is net good or bad for Suri? I mean, at this point, uh, it, it it would probably be very good short term uh, yeah. because he is really wrecking her game. I mean, the 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 ideal scenario is he stops leaking things to blue and he stops becoming a massive target. But that's that's a huge ask at this point. Um, mm-hmm. The big like the detriment, the 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 bad part about it is that her end game looks that much harder. Uh, 
Um, she no longer has Izzy, who's willing to go to the final two with Suri. She no longer has Jared, who's able to win those endgame comps and bring her to the final two. And her social credibility has been so wrecked by all of this ratting out uh, from Jared to Blue and, and everything that happened before that like it's going to be hard to find those minions uh, who like to get those minions back who'd be willing to bring her to the final two. So all of a sudden it starts to look like Ceri's got to start the got to win some of the end game comps. And uh, given how physical they tend to be, that's like that's also a big ask. Um, so uh, it is still, I think, bad for her to lose Jared because of end game stuff. But in the short term, it's it's going to be really big for her because of everything he's been doing to tarnish the her current reputation. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Um, so Mimi and Felicia, I think, back on the right track. Uh, everything that we've talked about with um, uh, with like Felicia kind of going a little too far in this direction. Um, now coming back into the middle of okay, I'm pissed at Sari and Jared. I don't trust them, but we shouldn't be targeting. That doesn't make sense for us. She's absolutely the right call. Um, Corey comes in and he talks to Mimi. And uh, and so he is, they're going to talk a little bit more about what Sari is doing. They both agree that they're good if the other one wins, the HOH. Um, and he says that he knows Felicia's been talking about them being in like the final four. But he doesn't think they should make any like concrete alliances right now. There's just been too much of that going on. Uh, he says, from my perspective, once we get past a couple more evictions, maybe like final nine, that's when I would want to approach you about like how we move forward together in the game. Um, and she says, I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing more of the Mimi approach, which is just like, screw all of you. <laughs> She's like, yes, come to me. Uh, so, um, so that's kind of, uh, Corey's approach here with Mimi that, uh, we know that, you know, both for both Mimi and Felicia and Corey in America, they will have to come together because Jag, Blue and, uh, Matt are very dangerous as a trio once Jared leaves. Um, but they, they're being a little hesitant. They're being a little flirtatious with it. Uh, maybe sometime down the line, they will come together officially. Yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. Does Corey know about the brown sugar babes? He know he knew about it at one point. Uh, Jared did tell him. Um, I don't know if he remembers about it, uh, and I, he certainly does not know right now that it is still like being talked about as a thing. Um, I assume my assumption is that he is like mostly forgotten about it, um, and and that uh, yeah. Genius level gameplay. <laughs> Listen, he was told about a lot of different alliances back then. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, but honestly, that was what I was talking about when I, when he was like, "I'm holding on to all this information to like expose later on." It's like you got to make sure you remember all of it. Like, <laughs> oh, that would be so frustrating because you can't write anything down mm -hmm. and just being like, "There's an alliance, and it's got um um." this person and there were there were other people in it too and it's like nobody believes you yeah uh so felicia comes in and Corey talks to felicia now he says listen i want to be straightforward with you i heard that you told Suri that there's a final three between me america and jack um and felicia's like no 
I didn't say that. I did hear that yesterday. Where did I hear that from? Um, wait, Suri is the one that said that. Did she tell you I said it? He says, no, I just, I just heard it. It like got around. Uh, and she's like, why am I always being linked to all this bullshit? I, I, you know, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the bullshit. Yeah. How come you have to bleep yourself, but you don't bleep her? I wouldn't dare bleep Felicia. Come on. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Just dragging her into more of your bullshit. <laughs> He's, uh, he gives the same pitch he gave to Mimi to Felicia, that he feels like sometime down the line in a couple of weeks, they can make something work. And she says, yes, I feel like the four of us plus Bowie makes a lot of sense. Um, and it does. This is one of those times where it's like, this is genuinely a, a, a full group of people where it benefits pretty much every single one of them to just actually get into a group and stick with the group because uh, pretty much everyone else in the game is too much of a threat and too dangerous and too tight with each other to uh, consider doing anything else. Uh, so. We'll see if it actually happens, but uh, it, it is beneficial to all of them to make it work. You know who it's not beneficial for? People on Twitter. All of the people who are not that big of a threat coming together to be the final four is everybody's favorite thing. Uh, well, listen, you got to do what you got to do. In there. Yeah. And this is how we end up with Bowie Jane on our televisions until the finale. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, Bowie's getting around. She's, she's having lots of conversations throughout the day. Um, Cam is going to make a pitch to Jared um, where he basically does to Jared the thing that was done to him the previous week. You are HOH. You think that you're doing something. You're not. Believe me, I would know. He doesn't say that because, of course, he would never be tricked. Um, he says, everyone is coming for you, dude. <laughs> like, they're all lying to you. They're all coming for you. Uh, and Jared is like, yeah, I I don't think so. Uh, Jared goes to blue and he's like, blue cam is trying to tell me that like everyone's coming for me. Obviously that's not true, but you know, I could see it with like Jack, you know what I mean? I could see the Jag might come for me and blue's like, no, Jared, no, Jag is not doing that. He's not coming for you. And Jared's like, I just, listen, I know America and Corey are, I don't care. They are nothing without cam nothing but jag uh i don't know i just i think you trust jag way too much and blue's like no i'm telling you jared he's not coming for you. she knows he's coming for you. this is again this is why he does not have blue in the way that he needs to have blue because jag is coming for jared and she knows it but she's trying to protect jag as she should because jag is an ally this is what she should have been doing a couple weeks ago um but uh, it's not very convincing to, uh, to to Jared. If anything, her trying to defend Jag might make him feel more inclined to go after Jag because he's like the relationship you have with Jag is, is compromised. Uh, so um, yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> very astute. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Jared, so basically, around? Jared had his own uh, this moment. Wrong. Are people going to come around on standing blue because people like when a girly betrays her showmance or does she have to do something big rather than just like leaking information? Listen, does I she have to I, nominate him. 
I like what Blue is doing. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm I like I said, I don't think that she's doing it super effectively. Uh, but I, I'm a little bit on the blue train here. I like trying to, I like that she's trying to do the thing that she should be trying to do. Uh, I was the highest honor on the stock watch last night, but, uh, but I, I don't think that the, the audience is, is quite there yet. Okay. <laughs> she has to do more than blues clues of leaking little bits of information. She has to do something big. Yeah. I mean, I, let's be real. The thing that everyone wants her to do is to actually target Jared. Uh, right. Because that would be this big move. And I agree. It would be very like big move, big TV. It would be very fun. Um, I don't think it's right for her game, though. So, Yeah. Know. But it, I mean, I don't really believe her to know what's right for her game. <laughs> so that might just be like, she might just want to do something that's yes and slay. Maybe. We do need those people in the house who just want to slay. I mean, sometimes you have to ask. What game are we talking about? Are we talking about winning Big Brother and $750,000? Or are we talking about making a name for yourself and having a yeah, career after this? Yeah, she's like a TikTok girly, right? I think so. She talks yeah. about, yeah, she talks about like social media stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, this is the, the RuPaul's Drag Raceification of Big Brother because what happens on that show is that they know that they're, after the show, they're going to have booked you know gigs they're going to be booked and busy and they want to sell tickets and if everybody hates you then it doesn't matter if you win mm. yeah i don't know i just i wish we had people that wanted to play big brother though i'm tired of the bullshit yeah. that's why we have sari she wants to play big brother no, um, and, and most of these people most of these people do to be fair um, yeah i just but, i just wanted an excuse to play the soundbite but it's also a television show and i do I, I always like when they cast people who have different motivations for playing. The the best players to watch, in my opinion, are those that both try desperately hard to win and also do so in a way that they think makes good TV. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, uh, Blue is going to go to Matt. And uh, she's going to have a few conversations with Matt. So basically what Blue is doing, she's going to Jared. She's lying to Jared and saying, Jag is nothing to worry about. Matt is nothing to worry about. You should not worry about them. Uh, focus your ire on Corey and America if you need to. But basically, don't target my allies. They're not coming for you, which is a lie. Uh, then she's going to Matt and Jag and saying, Matt and Jag, we don't need to, you don't need to take me yet. We don't need to target Jared and Sari yet. Uh, and lying to them and saying that they have nothing to worry about, except not fully lying to them. She's a little more truthful to them um, because she says to Matt, like, hey, Jag might have something to worry about with Jared, but you don't. So you shouldn't go after him. Um, but of course, from Matt's perspective, that's not a very convincing argument. If Jag has something to worry about, then Matt has something to worry about. And uh, Matt is seemingly very unconvinced and still wants to take a shot at and Jared. Right. Mainly Jared. Is there anybody who would be targeting Matt and Jag as a duo coming down the pike? Um, as a duo, no. But uh, as we get later in the day, we will see more and more heat applied to Jag uh, for this double eviction. Um, but but Matt, I mean, he he's, he's keeping his hands clean um, in the game, at least. Uh, Sari Sari is going to have a a talk with America um, where she just kind of tries to bond with America, talks about the past couple weeks and Izzy and all that stuff. Um, Just again, just try. She's trying. She's going to various places and she's like, for some reason, like nothing's working. Like uh, people aren't talking to me as much. Every time I have a good conversation with somebody, it feels like uh, it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Like, this is really bad. Uh, It's like, this is an experience that I don't think Saria has ever had in any of these games. She's played a lot of them. Um, And uh, it's, it's, she doesn't realize that her son is undermining her at every single conversation. (laughs) Unfortunately. Um, She's like, what's, I don't know what the problem is. Asking Jared the problem. Yeah, I'm trying to think of if any of her seasons she had an ally that was like on her side, but was just like bad enough at the game that it was tanking her. And she's had I don't, some bad allies, but it has not been a problem. She has, but it's not like Courtney Merritt could go and like destroy her game in the same way over on Kasaya. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's been. I think you're correct that she hasn't had to experience this yet. But I don't know. There must have been some stupid I mean, people that she was working with on Micronesia or something. The, the closest she probably experienced this kind of like l- being locked out of things was Heroes versus Villains when like Tom and and um, what's his name were like just dead set against her from the beginning. Who's what's his name? Rupert? Uh, no, the token chains guy. Oh, JT? JT, that's the one. <laughs> wow, rude to Stephen Fishback's best friend. What do you want from me? JT Thomas. (laughs) 
So, uh, so she has a good conversation with America, which uh, America's happy about. Like, hey, like you know, I, I think that this is important because um, if if Suri is able to start making these relationships without the Jared thing ruining them, uh, this will be important because if Jared does leave, she will need to have these relationships in order for people to realize that it makes no sense to target Suri after Jared's gone. Uh, this is the biggest thing for especially Corey in America. It would be a huge mistake to target Suri if they have the ability to target Jag, Matt, or Blue first, uh, and they don't take that shot. Um, so, uh, so we'll see what goes, uh, what happens there. Corey's going to have a, a talk with Matt, and uh, they talk about how much Blue is clearly trying to protect protect Jared now. Um, it's becoming a problem. They really don't think that they can trust her. They're worried that their plan, which is to nominate Jared and Suri might not be tenable if Blue, who's left off the block, wins the veto and is willing to use it on Jared to save him. Uh, that would be awful. Uh, obviously, Suri would then go, but that's not the ideal scenario at all. Will they have to just nominate Blue next to Jared because Suri is less likely to win a veto uh, and take Jared down? Like That might be what they have to do. Maybe they should tell Blue, listen, if you're if you don't promise us you won't win the veto or it won't save Jared with the veto, then we'll have to nominate you. And then eventually they were like, no, that's dumb. Uh, and so the idea is coming around to, we might have to just straight up nominate blue next to Jared. That might be what we have to do. I love it. Um, are they really that worried about blue winning a veto? I mean, more so than Suri, uh, yeah. right? And, you know, she was, she came very close in the wall comp. Um, and, you know, uh, essentially, if you, if you have both Blue and Jared competing for Jared to be safe in a veto comp, that's at, you know, it's like still baseline, you know, two out of with 33% chance to win. Yeah. I mean, this is the problem with half measures, which Blue is sort of doing where it's like she's, not working to protect Jared, but she's, well, you know, she's not working too hard to protect Jared, um, but she still seems like she is. So either she needs to go to these people and be like, I'm, you know, not willing to lay down my game for Jared, but she would have to have the intuition to know that it's time to tell them that. Yeah. The problem is that like she was doing decently well before she was making progress on convincing them to throw the HOH. Um, and it was a terrible idea for them to do that, but they were actually thinking we want to throw because she was like, Hey, we're in such a good spot. Let's not blow up our spot and let's throw the HOH. But then, and this is always the case. She just leaked a little too much info. Uh, because when Sari told Jared that she thought that Jag and Matt might throw, Jared told Blue, hey, Sari thinks they're going to throw. And then Blue told them, Sari thinks you're going to throw. And they were like, oh, crap. Maybe we should win. Uh, and if she hadn't told them that, I don't think that they would be on this path right now. They're very convinced that they need to win at this point. Uh, and, and all of the work that she was doing against Sari to try to make sure that Sari left over Jared, which was never going to happen, just further convinced them that it wasn't worth uh, maintaining their relationship with Sari by throwing. It was they just might as well just put her right up on the block. So um, again, I appreciate what Blue's trying to do, but uh, it hasn't been uh, super effective because the 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 thing that she's trying to accomplish is too too big of a task 
the better task to complete was get them to throw to make it more likely that you would get your way. But uh, that has has fallen by the wayside right now. Um, so uh, so that's kind of where things are looking there. Corey does talk to the cameras and he says that he needs Jared and Sari gone, that those are his first two people that he's looking at. But he also wants Blue gone as soon as possible uh, because, you know, he's worried about Blue's connection to Jag and Matt. Um, and he's worried about like his connection to America and how he's he thinks that they've reached the point in the game where if he's on the block next to America, he goes home instead of her, which is not the way that it would have been like up until this point, uh, which is concerning to him. He says his real alliance is with Jag and Matt right now, but he knows that that can't be his long-term plan. They're too good at competitions. Uh, so that's, I imagine, why he wants Blue to leave. Uh, the way that he's talking, he says probably Final Six, maybe Final Seven is the time to make a move on them. I like what he's thinking in terms of I can't go to the end with Jag and Matt. I do not like how long he plans to wait, seemingly, uh, to take that shot. I think final six, final, I think final six is way too late. If Jag and Matt are both in the final six and they are just locked in loyal to each other, I find it very difficult to imagine that at least one of them isn't in the final two, uh, given the nature of competitions in the end game and, uh, and the lack of other competition, other physical competition to compete with them. Uh, I think it's far too late. Um, and I think that his real order should be something like Jared Blue or even Jared, like Matt, Jared Jag, uh, would be a, a better sort of outcome for him. Um, as long as he's able to kind of lock in with Mimi and Felicia. I think, I think Jared Blue is not bad because, uh, if, if Jared is out, we get to final 10. Blue goes out, we're at final nine. Um, Mimi and Felicia still have to work with him against Matt and Jag as Matt and Jag go back and forth. They can hopefully still have the connection to Matt and Jag and play that middle if possible. Um, and then once they get down to like, hopefully they take one of them out with the whole house against Matt and Jag, uh, from final nine. Uh, and then by final six, it's like maybe Jag is still there. Maybe Matt is still there. And it's again, still the whole house against that person. And then there's a, there's a way that at that point, like anybody who sneaks in, sneaks in. Um, the loss of Cam is still huge uh, for, for, for Corey's game uh, in, in a bad way. Um, and it's harder to see a path where it's like just, you know, he social games his way to the end. Uh, I think the, the groups of people are so set right now that, um, that it's difficult to see a path that doesn't just involve winning out. Uh, for whichever group it is. So you, you need to get rid of those competitors. Uh, granted, it's not even day 50 yet. So there's a lot of time for these groups to shift and change. So, uh, but either way, I think, I think final six is way too long to wait for, uh, for Jag and Matt. Yeah. You're also just, when you're still currently at final 10, planning something for final six is sort of a fool's errand. Like I know he's just talking to the cameras. Um, but yeah, I agree. You need to set that into motion a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bowie, as I said, she's been talking to people all day. She had a conversation with Corey. She's talking. And we're all with- very proud, by the way, <laughs> that yeah. Bowie is talking to people about the game of Big Brother. She's talking with Matt. She talks to Felicia. 
she's basically talking about how she doesn't trust Suri. Uh, they're all bonding over the fact that Suri played them all and how they should be working together, but don't name it. Um, she even has a conversation with Suri where she talks about how she trusts Suri and uh, they should work together moving forward. Um, so basically, Bowie is presenting herself as the option for all of these small groups to pull in and it's working. They all feel like she is the option that they need to pull in, um, basically positioning herself to be locked in final five, maybe even final four, depending on how things play out from that point. Uh, and uh, the real challenge for her, I would imagine, is to not only maintain this position, but also how do you then win the game? How do you get to the final two and get the votes needed to win? Um, but uh, but for now, this is what uh, she's doing, and she's doing it effectively. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Bowie realizes that she should really want to get Suri out because Suri has a history of seeing somebody that <laughs> isn't going to get any votes at the end and saying, I want her out because I don't care that she's not going to get any votes. I'm going to get the votes. And that's one person that's going to get a spot. That should be my spot. We've very been here true. before with Suri. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, though, like when Suri did that plan, she was able to sort of try to occupy that spot. I don't know if she's capable of occupying that spot now, with at least with Corey still in the game. Um, maybe if Corey leaves, she can start acting like she's maybe a little bit of a goat. Uh, but as long as Corey's in there, I don't think it'll ever work. Um, the Brown Sugar Babes are going to have a meetup. Uh, Jared. Uh, Felicia, Mimi, and Suri. Um, Jared is concerned about Corey or, or America winning HOH because he knows that they might nominate him or Suri in some fashion. Uh, does not expect that they will necessarily be up on the block together, but uh, is still worried about what would happen if they did win HOH. But he's also not very concerned that they will win HOH. Um, and Felicia is like, well, what about Matt and Jack? And uh, Jared says, well, I think they're going after America and Corey. I don't think we need to worry too much about Matt and Jag. Mimi says, really? Okay. I'll believe it when I see it, that they actually go after America and Corey. Mimi says, I think if we win HOH, we should take a shot. Um, and this is like Jared's ears perk up. He's like, okay. Because <laughs> I've been thinking we should take a shot at Jag. Right. Like it's not worth it to target Corey in America. They're 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 nothing. Uh, but if we could take the shot at Jag, then we could we could maybe do something. And so uh, very much Felicia and Mimi seem to uh, seem to be wanting to shift the target for Jared and Suri from America and Corey to to Jag. Uh, it's important to recognize that uh, Felicia loves Matt. Um, she does not want the shot to be taken at Matt but she would love the shot to be taken at Jag. Felicia loves Matt, does not trust Jag and Blue. Um, Mimi, I don't know. I don't know how Mimi feels personally about many of these people. I don't think, as she said in her diary room, I don't think she cares about any of them uh, yeah. to some degree. Um, maybe Felicia. But, um, but I think that Mimi is just like, yeah, Jag is a threat. Jag is somebody that we can push this target onto. So they are pushing for like, hey, if Suri wins, Hopefully we get Suri to target Jag. If Jared stays and he wins, hopefully we can get him to target Jag. Um, does this mean that Mimi and Felicia, if they win, they would target Jag? Seems very possible, actually. 
Um, I think that they would not want to target Jared and Suri. Uh, even though Felicia is upset that Suri was spreading this stuff and that she's tired. I'm tired of the bullshit. Yeah. They do agree after this conversation that they are still targets in front of them. And so I don't think that they would take that shot. I think they want, they would want to take the shot at Jack. Um, so heading into this double eviction right now, at least we might be looking at Mimi, Felicia, take a shot at Jack. Suri takes a shot at Jack. Um, with maybe Corey and America as like backup targets, like fall, fall people targets if the veto goes wrong. Um, and then pretty much uh, Blue, Blue would, uh, is still, I think, thinking about doing Corey and Bowie, uh, which who knows where that ends up going between the veto and then the vote. Um, and then pretty much everyone else, Jag, Matt, I think Bowie too, Corey, America, they will all uh, put up Jared with either Blue or Suri right now. Um, so uh, it's, it's not looking as terrible for Jared as it was yesterday, especially with Mimi and Felicia kind of coming around to the correct idea of we probably shouldn't target them ourselves. Um, looking a little worse for Jag uh, over the course of the day here as, um, as Mimi and Felicia seem to be choosing Corey and America over Jag and wanting to take out that threat first. I need to address something in the chat. Somebody asked if Jag could pull off the Chris Underwood. Do not compare this to Chris Underwood. That guy played, what, six days before he was voted out? Where Jag didn't even miss any of the game. He yeah. walked out and walks right back in. Like, yeah, if he, he wins. didn't even walk out. Right, exactly. Him. Like, if he wins, yes, yes, there's an asterisk, but it is not nearly the same thing. This guy has already played 49 days, which is more than if Chris had been there the entire season of Survivor. This is not comparable. Stop that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens here with the double eviction. Um, there's still plenty of time for things to change today. Uh, a couple more conversations, though, before we wrap up. Uh, Jared does talk to Sari. Jared's feeling good. He feels like, I think we're going to survive. I think we're going to be okay. Suri, uh, though, is worried about Jag. She does think that they should maybe backdoor Jag if possible. Um, and so that is seemingly where they stand at the moment. Um, Blue does try to talk Jared out of it again. She tries to, again, advocate for Jag, say, Jag is not coming for you. I'm telling you. Jared says, well, he's not going to tell you the truth about me. Um, Actually, he does tell the truth about about him to her. She just doesn't tell you. Um, and he even he even you know makes a, a little bit of a proposal. Like, uh, should we, should we definitely not keep Cam? Like, uh, should we maybe think about it? She's absolutely not. That would destroy both of our games. We should never do that. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, so the idea did cross his mind. Um, and if for whatever reason he talks to Mimi and Mimi is still on the idea, um, like if Jared were to even propose the idea to Mimi, she might jump on it and then something could happen. I just don't know why he would trust Mimi with that information. If it was going to happen, it probably would have happened at the Brown Sugar Babes meeting. Uh, it did not. And so it seems pretty unlikely that it will happen again, but it is out there. The vote is still theoretically possible. Uh, to be flipped, but uh, just not super likely at this time. Yeah. Um, 
feel like you're skipping over some really important talks like the language meeting where they all have a little club where they learn Korean and mm. Punjabi and Spanish and America thinks that India was colonized by Spain. Did you miss this conversation? I didn't, I didn't catch that part of it, no. <laughs> She's like, oh, this word in Punjabi that Jag said is similar to the word in Spanish. I wonder if India was colonized by Spain. And Jag is like, India was sort of famously colonized by England. Yeah. She's like, oh, didn't she go to Brown? <laughs> That's her secret. She listens. <laughs> she can't expose how smart she is having gone to, they would know if she knew, then they would instantly, ah, you went to Brown, didn't you? You knew, you know that. You know that India was was colonized by England. (laughs) Literally (laughs) so crazy. No, the thing that I saw was, uh, was Cam saying that a sitcom was sit down comedy versus stand up comedy. Okay. So I was catching up on the feeds you know, first thing when I woke up this morning and I'm not very good at waking up early and I was reading this and I was like, I must be really tired because that makes a lot of sense. Like, (laughs) I know that it's not true. Like a sitcom is situation comedy, but sit down as opposed to stand up comedy honestly makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Um, Listen, you know, uh, for me, it's the way that Cam explains it, uh, because it's not like, oh, I think that's what it means. It's like, no, no, this is what it means. Yeah. So lots of lots of language learning going on in the house. Well, there you go. Uh, well, um, so that's that's kind of what we're looking at. Uh, the vote. Seemingly still locked in, but there are some seeds that could that could possibly change it. Um, the plan for the double eviction is mostly Jared, a little bit Jag, uh, with Corey in America definitely still potential casualties. Um, and uh, and a whole day today, day 50, for things to shift uh, moving forward. But uh, anything else you wanted to bring up? Are they going to have a party tomorrow? They've been anticipating. They, so they got alcohol like a couple nights ago. Uh, so they, they're kind of like, was that it? Was that our thing? Yeah. Like, uh, why would they give us alcohol then and only to have another party now? Uh, so they're not sure, but uh, you know, it's possible. Okay. Well, I just, if there's alcohol, I'm in. And um, if there's confirmed coitus, then I demand to be on the update. People not, did want to know your not, thoughts on Not Jared in blue. So people did want to know your thoughts on uh the the kissing noises. Um was that the night of the alcohol? Oh, it's every night and day between Corey and America. Oh. Um I mean, I saw the the gif of America's got a Modelo in one hand. Yeah. And a goblet of red wine in the other. She's chugging the red wine. She's got that Modelo brewed with a fighting spirit in her other hand, and it's extremely me coded. I had wished that I was on the update uh, the next time. Um, I <laughs> I haven't heard the kissing noises. Um, are they loud kissers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, America has complained about Corey's technique uh, and apparently oh. has not helped 
the situation. <laughs> Has she complained to him? Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's she was trying to teach him, uh, but she also complained okay. to other people. Okay. Well, as long as she's bringing it up to him, because I hate when when people complain about their partners to other people while doing nothing to you know nicely make mm. that behavior better. Although to be fair, if somebody critiqued my kissing, I think I would just burst into tears. <laughs> I mean, like uh, on television, yeah, probably wouldn't be the best place. <laughs> I, I think ever. I think if I was like, wow, that was amazing. I finally kissed my crush. And they were like, so I have some notes. <laughs> I, I would be like, okay, well, this is over forever because I'm self-evicting and um, going to hide in a hobbit hole. Uh, Kenzie in the chat says yesterday she said he had gotten better. Um, and I will say it doesn't sound like it, but I'll take her word for it, you know? Uh, yeah, or she's gotten used to it. <laughs> Because that's that's also possible. Um, yeah, the, the problem is that they talk game in between. They're just like, they'll be in the middle of talking game and then just start smacking lips uh, and then back to talking game. Uh, and it's it's um, it's it's making people get uh, annoyed. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like. People on reality TV always kiss really loudly. Those is something that I always notice on The Bachelorette is like, I think I might be falling in love with you. Like, that's no. what it, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. There's like an Maybe ASMR. Maybe it's just the mic situation. proximity. I don't know. I feel like I, I'm I not think, used to hearing it this loud on Big Brother, but it, I've definitely heard it before. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely part of it. But if if she's actively saying something about his technique that I'm sure that. Well, they're they're like super young, right? How old are they? Well, Corey's twenty one. She's like twenty seven. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's like at least somewhat understandable. For, wow, good for Corey. Um, <laughs> but that's understandable, I guess. Um, you know, he doesn't read to me as the most experienced guy, but mm-hmm. um, I'm sure I'm sure he'll improve. Or maybe they just need to go to the next step and stop kissing. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I mean, that's 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 the the Jared and Blue technique. It's worked for them. We don't we don't uh, we don't have to listen to them smacking lips. Um, yeah, listen to them smacking something else. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's what we have for you today. I will be back tomorrow at eleven a.m. Eastern to update on everything that happens today on the Big Brother Twenty Five live feeds uh, and let you know if anything has changed uh, for both the eviction and the plans for the double eviction. Um, the episode will also be on tonight. I'll be live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Karen Armstrong, uh, watching tonight's episode. And then we'll be here to recap it all um, uh, before tomorrow night's double eviction, where I'll be watching that live as well. It should be even more exciting. And then we'll recap all of that. Uh, so tune in for all of that. Uh, check out the uh, Survivor Draft upcoming on Monday. Uh, I, I dropped a, a, a video in, in preparation for it. If you want to see that on my Twitter, uh, it's very, very important to me that you watch it and help support my friends. Um, and uh, you find me on Instagram and all that fun stuff. Lita, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Lita Tweeted. I'm private, but I'll accept you. Um, Instagram, Lita Grammed. Um, I'm excited for Survivor to come back. I'm sure everybody can tell that I know a lot more about Survivor than Big Brother. But um, I... I, what else? Uh, register to vote. <laughs> There's an election in Pennsylvania on November 7th, and I'm sure in other states as well. Uh, it's very important. Um, 
And I'd like to plug uh, giving me a job, hiring me for goods and services. (laughs) What kinds of goods and services? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I'll I'll do whatever at this point. I just really don't want to bartend again because COVID be COVIDing. And everybody has it right now. And I really don't want to bartend. So, you know, um, you could just pay me to to hang out and talk to you. That's fine. There you go. <laughs> that is what we call shmoney. Exactly. Yeah. Anything that gets me that shmoney. Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll be back soon. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.